gross. Please don't use any of the penis talk at any part of this podcast. <laughs> I'm asking you now, and I'm going to be upset if it's in the, the final cut of this. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to episode 24 of 99100, the podcast counting up the top 100 domestic grossing box office movies of 1999. I am your cricket host, Sparky Shelton. And I am your grasshopper host, Tino Mickens. And I'm Ryan. Boys, I think that this is a comedy podcast. Am I wrong? You'd be... I think so. Wrong, yeah. How... You're right, Tino, we're not a comedy podcast. How could we claim to be comedians Mm. if we have not yet, in all 24 episodes... Um, done a segment of celebrity impressions. Sure, I, I mean, you know, we, yeah, I'm we the... sort of, we intersperse them throughout the I, podcast, I'd say. I I'm want... the resident Rai Romano. We did have Rai Romano, <laughs> but I think that we that's We had Rai Romano, too... we had Ryan's, we had Ryan's physical Rowan Atkinson impression. <laughs> My Seinfeld. All, we've My all Seinfeld done is incredible. Uh, yeah, but Sparky, continue. What do you want to do? What do you want to do, Sparky? I think that even those, even those, I think they're a little too mainstream. They're a little too, they're a little too on the nose, on the button. What I want to know from you guys is your most obscure celebrity impressions. I, wow. I got to think about this one for a second. Yeah, me too, man. Oh, God. All right. Hmm. Who to do? Who to do? That is the question here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my god, obscure celebrities. I mean, the very thought is an oxymoron. <laughs> very true. Yeah. Well, I guess I went to college or something. To say someone that smart, that was, that was wild. I don't know, Sparky, do you have one? It sounds oh, like you I'm have so one. Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Thank you, I oh do. Oh my I god, do I can't one, yeah. believe well, you, you just let us sit there. <laughs> I do have what the one. Don't worry, I'll of cut out the Of course you silence. have one. Okay, I, yeah, go for it. I am only good at impressions of people who are no longer um, uh, relevant. Um, so okay. So I, I do want, I they there would be no way for them to ever be you know, come up organically in the podcast, but I did want to showcase them. Um, yeah. Hey, so man, hey, real you, quick, Sparky. What? Just lead with that next time. No, don't I... Make the whole, don't make the whole setup of giving us the opportunity to give our celebrity impressions. Just be like, hey, guys, I have a talent. I would like to sort of display it, put it on show for my buddies. Well, if that's okay. I, I was sort of hoping that one of you had one just so I could raise my game, you know? Right, Because I came in fair. pre-prepped. If you guys just off the cuff, like, fucking nailed it and did, like, a, you know, a Chef Boyardee impression, um, I'd want to have to, like, feel the pressure, you know? Right. Um, so, okay, okay. I'll give you, I'll give you one. Um, uh, uh, okay. This is... Do you want me to tell you what it is first and then... You, uh, or do you want to me to just do it, and then you I guys mean, have what to do you, guess? What do you think the likelihood is that we would ever guess it? Oh, I think that you'll get it. I don't know if you'll. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know your life. Okay, yeah, let's hear it. Okay, all right. Here's here's one. Um, t- 
It's been an interesting week in New York City. Kramer and uh, and the boys were off, off up to their normal hijinks. There was a a deli man who had access to soup that people wanted, and uh, but no, he would not give it out to anyone. In fact, no. So Elaine, in her way, strolled down the streets of Manhattan. A song in her head, waiting just for the moment to strike her foe. You know? Do you know? Can you get? I it? think I have a. I have a guess. Do you have a guess? Go ahead. Is it Garrison Keillor? It is Garrison Keillor. Can you tell me what Garrison Keillor was doing? He was recapping an episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> he certainly was. Yeah. That you was know, my... it wasn't a very good impression, man. You don't think so? I don't See, know who that is. I don't. I don't... You know, how do you, how do you know who this is? He he's very popular on NPR, also in in some hot water, as far as I know. Uh, yeah, I think he did some 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 rough stuff. Uh, but also, you just you did not capture the the richness of the man's tone. Well, you know, I mean, I, I think you're you, listen. Your intonation was good. You were you had that you have the rhythm of a Garrison Keillor, at my, least. My my problem is I stretch myself too far. I like doing impressions of, of, you know, two discrete things. Like, it's not enough to have a Garrison Keillor impression. So I appreciate the feedback. It's not enough to have the impression. I want it to be, like, you know, dynamic. I want it to be like, oh, wow, Garrison Keillor doing that? Because I think any fucking fool could do a news from, like, Wobegon, you know? Exactly. It's been quite true. Like, Wobegon, Minnesota, my hometown. But it's also like you kind of, you kind of sound like Bill Clinton a little bit. Like, you, you have some hoarseness in the throat that is... It seems out of place to the, me. The Keeler Clinton conundrum is something that's that's <laughs> talked about in very no. specific circles. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> those circles aren't a thing, man. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, the folksy, uh, folksy people who use their folksy charm to get out of sexual. Um, uh, Jesus fucking Christ, man! Speaking of folksy people who use their folksy charm, the <laughs> film this week Whoa. was the. <laughs> what? Hold on, I, I, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. Why not? Uh, oh wait, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. Oh, proceed. Our film this week was a uh, '99 classic thriller, um, "The Wood," starring Tay Diggs, Omar Epps, and a third man. There one one more of them. <laughs> I don't remember what his name is. He's just that guy, you know. Yeah, Slim. His name is Slim in the movie. He's uh. Oh, that's not Tay Diggs. Which one's Tay Diggs? Tay Diggs is Roe, the one that's getting married. That's his name. So Fuck. the point okay. is, yeah, Tay Diggs is getting married. It's the day of his wedding, but he is nowhere to be found. Right? I mean, this guy's MIA, and everyone's like. Where's Ro? Where's Ro? I do. Where's Ro? I do. Oh yeah. Uh, I do want to point out that um, is this before or after the Greek chorus style soliloquy that um, that uh, what's his face gives Mike? Or? Yeah, I was about to get into Big that. Mike. There is a bit of a Shakespearean sort of aside <laughs> yeah, moment, yeah. and then it's blown out of the water even more because Slim joins him. Slim can also see the camera. <laughs> Which is like what that that it makes no sense. And I, I, it's I the think, wedding photographer. No, it's not because he yeah. is the wedding photographer. Omar Epps is the wedding photographer. Omar Epps is the the groom. I thought. Omar no, Epps. that's Tay Diggs. Are you dead? Oh bro? shit! <laughs> His name is Ro. Yeah. 
Omar Put down Epps, some sushi. Omar Epps is the one that has the camera at first, and then he's also the one that gives the monologue to the camera. It makes no sense, bro. No sense at all. But the point is, Tay Diggs is MIA, and his wife is sad because her husband is not anywhere to be found. And uh, it turns out that he, well, you know, Slim and uh, Mike, Big Mike, in the wood, which is Inglewood, by the way, these are uh, three friends, Mike, Slim, and Roe, who grew up together in Inglewood. And the film sort of, you know, goes back and forth between this wedding day, them trying to find and, you know, convince Roe to come back to the wedding and then back to their childhoods together growing up in the wood, as it were. Um, and, yeah, so Big Mike and Slim venture out to find freaking Roe, dude. Definitely. Right? Yeah. And yeah. Roe? Yeah. Roe's at a... Someone's house? I don't remember whose house uh, it is. Alicia's house. Tanya? It's no, not Tanya's Alicia's house. house. It's, it is Tanya's house, but who's Tanya? I think Tanya was just someone they went to high school with or some shit. He okay. really wanted to bang her because she looked pretty hot. Okay. Right. He was trying to cheat on his wife. And he, yeah, his he was fiance. like shit-faced and he was like, I don't want to be married. I don't want to be stuck. I don't want a ball and chain. I'm a free bird. He doesn't say any of that, but it's like the vibe you get. It's implied. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and he's also shit-faced. As I said, yeah, he is. And he fact. is drunk off his ass, <laughs> if you'll believe it. He's sauced up. Yeah. And a character trait of his is that he, like, doesn't drink ever, so all of his friends and Big Mike and, and uh, Slim, they're like, bro, why are you drunk? You don't drink? He don't drink? Why, why is he drunk? And then they pick him up, and they drag his ass out of there. And then we get the first flashback right back to 1986 the middle right. school first day that big mike shows up on campus aka small mike mm. he was small he's not time. that big yeah. yeah um and he meets roe and slim like first thing walk walking on i mean he's walking yeah, on literally the, onto the blacktop and like um, these guys these guys were really 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 hankering for a new friend they, they were like, needed we a third they really <laughs> needed a third and uh so they talk to him and they're like are you bloods or crips and he's like huh i'm from north carolina well and they're like he said oh. <laughs> north carolina he really right, you know, swallowed the lina north carolina because he's it's i bet you the director was like this is how you say it and so he had to say it really exaggerated or else the director would have like kept telling him to do it over and over again until he did it exaggerated and even That's then the director works. was like he's really not getting it but we're burning daylight absolutely and so the point is since he is not a blood and he is not a crip you know he's sort of in the middle similar to roe and slim so they're like just hang out with us it's easiest that way we'll be buds they have the same homeroom even you know uh, and who else is in that homeroom? None other Alicia. than the hottest girl in school, Alicia. Okay, also, she's 13, so... <laughs> I'm No, I'm not... Okay, first of all, I didn't even think that yeah. she's that hot. Tanya, way hotter. Second okay. of all... Both 13 at this time. Tanya, the actress they introduced to you sure. after no, yeah, Rose hey, No, yeah, 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 sure. Anyways. Oh, my God. Mike is like, wow, look at her. And Roe and Slim are like... Yo, Mike, you you digging you digging Alicia? And he's like, yeah, man. And then at recess the next time, they give him a dollar to touch her ass because apparently that's what happens in Inglewood, <laughs> California, at recess time. Listen, I don't. I will say right now, I don't think that that was probably an experience that every 
every child had at a, at a middle school at Inglewood. Been. I mean, I never saw that in middle school. You this were is the also, 80s, friend. It was the 80s, and you were also not a woman. So all you had yeah, to but, do was not roll in that uh, with those sorts of young boys, young but men. But I feel like I still would have heard about it happening. Yeah, I, I don't guess. know. It seems un- it seems unrealistic to me, but also I know that boys like I feel like a boy would have just grabbed her ass without like there wouldn't be a whole bet with the thing he would have just done it. Yeah, I think you know? maybe I that just gives some sort of cover emotionally, you know. True, and yeah, Mike's a good guy. That's the thing; he's so sweet, you know. Yeah, he's the nicest guy around. Yeah, big Mike. It's that North Carolina mm. southern. Mm southern sweetness you know what i'm saying yeah maybe mm-hmm. it's uh maybe it's that uh uh pursuing money is less shameful in his mind than pursuing women and romance and physical closeness for sure for sure so anyways <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> i can't believe we're I, yeah well yeah okay let's move on fine cool yeah let's move on alicia was like yo i'm telling my brother about this uh this is not okay as it as most people should be like this is not okay stopping around my ass on no consent given you know you you got a dollar what i get groped yeah so her older brother a gang member in the blood stacy finds out about this stacy stacy is his name and honestly and i think can i i just want to pause real quick to say that i think it's so sick that his name is stacy like like <laughs> like there's not a, there's not a problem with like men that have traditionally feminine names you know it's whatever i thought stacy i feel was- like isn't Stacy one that's like totally like non-gendered? Like there are male and female Stacys. I mean, yeah, I guess so. I've always thought of it as a, like a feminine name, though, which is unimportant. But the point is, he pulls it off, and it's badass on him. Yeah, he's like the lead gang member that we see. He's like one of yeah. two gang members, but that yeah. we see on screen. But he he was the coolest one, you know. He was like the leader. Absolutely. And uh, he does beat the shit out of Mike. Mike does fight back, though, and he takes it like a champ. No tears shed, just some blood. And that's how duels should be fought. With honor. With honor. <laughs> um, and he does and that earns him actually, some street cred. He does give him a sucker punch while he's not looking, so there's not much honor, but it's middle school, so it's like, you know, give the kid a break, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, uh, uh, so, so Stacy is a member of, of the Bloods, and um, in the Wikipedia plot summary, it does link to the Bloods Wikipedia article. And one thing that I find very fascinating about the Bloods um, Wikipedia article is it has a photo of like the the Blood gang sign with the L and the you know what I'm talking about? Of course, of um, course. The hand the hand signs, sure. the gang signs. But the picture will. the picture further down um, uh, is a picture of that gang sign on just the pastiest hands I have ever seen in my life. And I don't want to make any uh, aspersions about who's doing what, but it still 100% looks like, you know, a, a suburban white kid doing it, and somehow that became uh, the the Wikipedia standard for the blood sign. That's just the guy who edits the articles. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. He was like, oh, damn it, we need a pick of this. Like, shh. The things I have to do for work, you guys, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Honestly, I I feel like maybe first of all, like, you know, I have no affiliations, so I don't know much. But what I always assumed is that like maybe it was a real blood gang sign at first, but then like 
white kids in the suburbs started doing it they, they for fun because it's like fun to do with your hands i have an yeah, update so I, I have an update i have gone to the profile of the wikipedia user that uploaded the photo and it says okay. uh that they're a texas native and of danish and french ancestry oh my god and uh they are it says this user is religiously eclectic how is that so even it was totally possible? him in the picture well, absolutely it was him in the picture. I mean, there's no <laughs> yeah. question. This freaking Texan Dane. It's, this, mo- it's more. This I'm going to give you more. I'm going to give you more. Um, half Buddhist, half Jewish Texan Dane. Has been to 11 countries, 22 states, interested in philosophy, backpacking, and he drinks beer. Is there anything else? Sounds like me. Oh, Did somebody write an article about me? Intermediate bass trombonist. Ah, there's where, there's where we uh, diverge, I see. I guess this is why I'm not really, like, succeeding in life. This guy's diversifying, bro. That's crazy. He's got, like, every box ticked. And his his Wikipedia page, like, his little thing says, uh, it's uh, Jay Schuyler is a human from Earth. If you want to know something, let me know if you find out. Uh-huh. <laughs> The guy edits Wikipedia articles. I'm not sure what you expected in his bio. This guy fucks, yeah. dude. Damn. This and guy he's in, fucks. And, and he's in the bloods. Crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we digress. I mean, for, for, I hope he is. For his sake, I really hope he is. Or else <laughs> it's going to be bad news. Unless when the blood members who are browsing Wikipedia and doing deep dives into user, uh, <laughs> into user profiles, then they'll be very upset. Exactly. What if that was the one photo that leaked that leaked the secret sign into the into the common vernacular and they couldn't use it anymore? Maybe Jay Schuyler is, you know, he's like an FBI informant <laughs> or and he's now like enemy number 1. Speaking of enemy number 1 of the Bloods, um there's a homecoming dance at the middle school, okay? And the boys are ready to go. Dance with chicks, get some numbers, have a ball. At the ball. In the fall. Um, with the gall to stay a while. Oh, nice. If you'll believe it. <laughs> you, you got it. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. I'm um, sorry, there's a segment called Ryan's Raps on here, not Tino's Raps. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You can't rhyme I'm, more than twice. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Law. I. I'll keep it. I'll keep it inside. And it's crazy that I have so much more natural poetic ability than Ryan, and we gave him that. But it's all. It's all good. Um, I mean, took if you showed, personally. if you showed up, episode one, rap in hand, it would be True. Tino's tweet. Tw- Tino's traps, you know. True. Okay. True. Point is, there's a homecoming dance, and the boys go to the freaking convenience store, right? Yeah. They, they, oh like, yeah. AAs. They AAs go to the dance and then they go back to the convenience store, right? I don't. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, because no. they get there and they're like, "Damn, breath check, breath check. Oh, oh shit, everyone's breath stinks. We Let's need go get tacs. Tic Tacs. Yeah. And then they go through like the college lesson of, where he described it as these two were Harvard professors teaching about breath mints. Um. So they go through the routine of like, don't get the orange ones. You never want to get the fruity Tic Tacs. Uh, always get the minty ones for sure um and they go through the motions i don't remember the lecture i didn't take notes um 
But that doesn't matter because they don't get the... T- oh, I do think they get the Tic Tacs, which they, they didn't do. pay for. They do get the Tic Tacs, and I'll tell you why they didn't pay for them. Because they go into the convenience store, and uh, outside there's some there's some bloods with their colors on. And Slim and, and, Slim and Roe are like, hey, 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 Mike, take your hat off because you got blue on there. You got to be careful. Take your hat off. Um, and they go in the convenience store, and while they're shopping around trying to get all their stuff, boom, the bloods come in, and they start robbing the place. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get cash yeah. from the guy. Um, and Totally the boys, disjoint from the blue hat. Huh? Totally disjoint from the blue hat, I will say. Yeah, they f- completely forget about this blue hat situation. Um, and the boys try to hide it first, but the other, the other blood that's not shooting, that's not holding the gun on the, on the cashier finds them, and he's like, oh, come to the front, come to the front. And it turns out the blood that's robbing the cashier is Stacy, mm. Alicia's brother. Crazy. And so they finish up the robbery, you know, <laughs> I guess, right? Um, the boys all take their stuff and they go. And Stacy's like, oh, you guys go to the homecoming dance? We'll give you a ride. As uh, you do as a robber. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, uh, you know, keep it cool. Keep it act, act normal, act natural. So they're driving down the street. Obviously, the boys are trepidatious. I have one. I have one thing to point out before uh, before we get to that. Did they actually get any money? No, they got absolutely nothing. And they addressed that in the car conversation because he's like, they're smoking a J. They're driving down the street, and uh, he says to his boy in the in the passenger seat. Stacy says to his boy, "Yo, did you get any zigzags?" And he's like, "Man, I just wanted some rubbers because I'm going to Dominique's house later." And he was like, "Man, you don't get any more of this joint because you didn't get me some zigzags." But the clerk just sort of stood there. That's the part I'm concerned. He got distracted. They got distracted by the people they knew, and they were like, "Oh shit, what's up, Mike?" (laughs) Yeah. And it's a good thing there wasn't audio on security cameras back then, because they'd be effed. They'd, they'd be, be so embarrassed. <laughs> Forget about you know fucked over by the criminal justice system. They'd be, they'd be uh, 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 embarrassed. Yeah, like that's how I got caught, really. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, they're they're leaving the convenience store and they're driving away with the boys in their core, uh, and they get pulled over by some cops, but. Stacy lies to them and they get out of it because the cops are like, a uh, convenience store just got robbed. We got to go check that out. And, and they let him go. Um, which is, uh, you know, ironic. Mm. As Convenient, if you will. Convenient store. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> don't say it if it's not true. Don't feed me a, don't feed me a bone that I don't deserve, I'll, okay? I'll throw you a bone. I'll throw you a bone point is they make it back to the homecoming dance but it's almost over yeah no they get uh, there in time to get to get some numbers you know oh yeah they do get some numbers and not only do they get do slim slim and row are doing this like competition so you can get the most numbers but mike gets alicia's number Mm. rock on dude Uh, and then it what flash forwards back yeah that's that was the breaking point it flashes forward um, they're driving in the car and Rose in the back seat. They're on their way back to the wedding, but he throws up all over Slim and Mike. So they had to take a detour and they go back to Tanya's after they go to the, the convenience store. Um, and Tanya's like, I, I can't wash this. You ain't coming into my house. You ain't using my shower. You can go hose off in the back. 
and I'll put your clothes in a in a uh, in a trash bag. So they do that. And it's like this whole funny scene where they're all naked in the in the backyard right. housing each other down, having a go a great old time. Right. And uh and then and then they, they head on back to the dry cleaners. They are like, Please give us a miracle. We need these done in an hour. The wedding is is you know, it's go time. This guy mm. fucked up. We gotta we gotta get somewhere here, mm. dollface. Mm. And uh She's like, okay, I guess I'll try, but no promises. And then they go get some pizza. Cut back to when they're in like high school or something. Sparky, do you remember? Uh, yes, it was high school. It was. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. So. And uh, so cut, all right. Yeah, no, you know, Sparky. Take no, Spark. No, Ryan. Sorry, Ryan. I forgot what your popcorn, name was. Popcorn, popcorn, Sparky on this one. No, I'm gonna popcorn Tino on this one. Okay, it's high school, and so we're rolling with the big dogs now, baby. That's right. It's not about kisses and touching butts anymore. It's about... What's up? What's up, Ryan? I'd like to interject. I remember how they transitioned. So after they go from the uh, the dry cleaners, they go get pizza. You already said th- that. <laughs> oh, fuck. But, but they do the spin the bottle thing. Like, who gets the last piece? They spin oh. the last slice because there's three of them. Eight mm. slices. That's not divisible by three. Very Come true. On. So they do the spinner thing, and then it, like, transitions to them in the pizza place as high school students. And they're like, man, we got to get laid. We're juniors now. We're, we're almost the top dogs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So the point is, they're all about getting boned and boning and that's not me coming up with that wording they say that in the movie okay <laughs> that's what mike says these um, are not my words these are not yeah. my words i want to make yeah, this I don't very say that. clear okay. i would never talk about fucking that way in such vulgar terms um so yeah you know uh mike and roe are like what they have they don't they're like trying to do a, another competition some kind of bet or something Oh, they that's what it is. Are. They're all doing a bet to see who can get laid first. Right, yeah. right. And uh, the point is, Mike wins the bet. Because, it was called the pussy pot. Yeah. and Oh, and every time they try to get laid and they can't, then they have to put money in the, in the, mm. in the jar. Mm. That's what it is. Um, and whoever wins gets the jar, probably. Yeah, point I would is, assume so, yeah. Mike wins, but he doesn't tell the boys. Because it's with Alicia, mm. and it's really special, and he, he feels like it's worth more, you know? It's worth more than all the money in that jar. That's when, uh, that's when, that's when he is, when the time is right, when he's with Alicia. They're also dating separate people at that point, right? You I know, think they're, like, in between. Um, like I feel that. like they might be sort of seeing other people, but I don't, I feel like they're not, like, she, it seemed like she had, like, just started seeing this dude that she was seeing. But they aren't, like, an item. They're not together. No, yeah, they're not. They're just like very good friends. And uh, and that night, Alicia sends uh, sends him t- into Stacy's room, it hit her brother's room to get a to get a a, a glove, a Jimmy cap. Yeah, a um, rubber from Stacy's room. Who who uh, uh, he finds one, but what's this? The door opens and he has to climb under the bed, and. Um, and Stacy's getting 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 some action, and then some- and this is my highlight actually, real quick, because Stacy's girlfriend is like, "Where are your condoms?" And Stacy's like, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, "You had four condoms. I counted them. Now you only have three. And he's like, "You're crazy. Get out of here." And like that's why it's fine. Oh, I didn't because- <laughs> catch that. That's so good. Yeah, good stuff. Um, wild that you would count condoms though. 
Oh, for or like sure, his girlfriend man. is counting them. But counting I, them. I'm yeah, no, counting every single one I use. Obviously. His girlfriend was counting them, but also what's your counter, listen. Ryan? What's your counter up to? I'm at zero condoms, so I'll let you think about that one. Dudes oh. be cheating in high school. If I had a, if I was a girl in high school, I would have been counting my boyfriend condoms too. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, it's possible that they used it. Um. You know, not with someone. Yeah, but okay. Do people actually do that though? I've heard of that happening. Have you done that, Sparky? I've heard of that happening. Sparky. I cannot risk that this is the first episode that my parents tune into. Wow. We can cut this whole bit out because I don't want to. Honestly, like that whole. I know that my parents have never listened to this, and I know that, like, it's not their thing. But mm. they do know what it's called, and they could one boring day, you know, my mom, they could get, you know, done with their 13th episode of Criminal Lines that day and be like, maybe we'll check out his podcast. And that Oh, is honey, been... they did an episode about The Wood. We love that movie. We love that movie, The Wood. It, <laughs> it reminds us so much of our upbringing in 1980s Inglewood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so he eventually, he eventually moves it. He eventually gets back there. The deed gets done. Doesn't tell the boys out of respect, and um, then what happened? I don't remember. And then I think it cuts back to to now times when they're grown up again. Yeah, I think that's yeah. like the only big high school event. And then they go. I think they decide to go to homecoming together. After they but have do sex. Do we ever see homecoming? I don't think so. Yeah, because she was like, "Now you got to buy a new suit." Exactly. As, as, in the pillow talk, and then and then it cuts back to them. Uh, showing back up at the wedding, going through the wedding motions, and the white, the 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 wife to be, the bride, if you will, was like, I don't want to speak to him. I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to see him. And, because they uh, sort being, of the wedding party, like, sort of somehow found out that he was trying to cheat on her. Right? Am I crazy? I think it was just that he ran off. Right. Yeah. That that was it. Um, sure. And uh, but uh, Mike and Slim, they get real with it. They get real with it about how important uh, Lisa um, was to was to Roland, and they get real sentimental about it, and um, and she comes around. Yeah. And my Miller highlight comes directly after, um, where uh, Roland is patiently waiting for for Mike and Slim to to talk to talk her into still getting married. Um, and when they walk out, they feign just like the most shamed, come on, man, like you fucked up. It's all fucked up. Uh, and as they're walking down the stairs, Slim stops and says, oh yeah, it's on. And I liked, I liked that they made him sweat. I liked that part. <laughs> nice. I like that, that, that their friendship was so strong that they both agreed on that bit before even walking out the door. It was so fast. <laughs> it was, they're, they're on, they're lightning quick. And uh, and then what happens after that? Uh, they have the wedding and then the toast, and they all toast to the wood that made it all possible. To the wood. To the wood. I my Miller highlight, champagne of bits. The bit where uh, we talk about our highlights. Um, I'm gonna say is more of just like a a tangential concept that they like that it was just Stacy was just going to like this as if it being in the bloods was just like going to summer camp or like an extracurricular activity 
they like kind of touch upon the fact that there's gangs, but then it's just like, ah, he's out with his bloods over there. Mom's not coming home till late. And also, like, you literally know? all they do in the movie is steal, what, Tic Tacs? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah. And, the, like, they don't go to jail for anything, like, ridiculous. They don't go to jail at all. And they, like, smoke some weed. They're, like, regular high school kids, but they're, like, also part of this club. <laughs> it's like Boy Scouts. <laughs> yeah. Also, this was, I forgot to mention, I feel like this is important. This was an MTV original movie. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, they, there yeah. was a whole title, title card at the beginning. Oh. Interesting. Or like it was like this spaceman coming in, and I don't. Remember, he said something that didn't even make any sense. Like something that you would never <laughs> say if you were in space. Like, yeah. Like, don't uh, worry. Tax have cuts a seat pay for or, themselves. Yeah. Something like, oh, I think I have to flip the pillows around again. Something like that. You know. Or like, um, or like, uh, uh, uh you know, um, a decent first baseman can make his way onto a playing side batting under three hundred. You know, stuff that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, or like, you want me to do what with my finger? <laughs> oh, I think we have an... Oh, wait. Oh, my God. And that is when... I forgot that at the end, like, the like okay. The door bursts down, and Ice Cube comes in, and he's like, no, Stop! No. This is my wedding, and I want to marry her. <laughs> no. Or my name is an Ice Cube. I think you're thinking of uh, Friday to Saturday. Yeah, that's Did the point I was Friday thinking of Saturday. Holy shit, what a great title. <laughs> <laughs> no, did. Sparky, that was Rebecca Black. She All right, anyways. Yes, she did. <laughs> while, while Sparky's uh, trying to look into this Friday 2 thing, I think we have an ad to go to, right? It's called Next Friday, which I think is a missed opportunity. And let's hear this ad. All right, we got an ad from our sponsors. Tino, take it away. Oh, my God. Okay, so listen. You've heard of LinkedIn, all right? We all know what LinkedIn is. You go on LinkedIn, you say, oh, you say like a bunch of lies about everything you've done. You're like, oh, I used to work at, a, at an office and I know how to, I know how to use uh, like ticket, ticket master or whatever, you know, any, whatever, whatever, whatever skills you need to get the work you're trying to get on LinkedIn. Um, and that's boring now. No one cares because no one wants a job. It's not cool. The cool thing now is to be unemployed. So there's a new one by the creators of LinkedIn called LinkedIn. And I, I mean, it's all in the name. I mean, do I have to say anything else? Don't you get it already? You idiot. I think it you would be dumb? funnier if you did say it. Okay, fine. It's like LinkedIn, except instead of searching for people for your network, you're searching, well, you're searching for a network, but more like a family network. People with your name, last or otherwise, preferably the last one, because first names don't really work like that. But if you're trying to look for other people with your first name, you can do that too. And that's fine. Okay? So back off about the first name stuff, because everyone is like, oh, I want to find everyone with the name Carl. And it's like, okay, Carl... Why? Like, what is fueling you for... What is fueling that for you? Yeah, what's your fucking deal, Carl? Yeah, Carl. You idiot. You stupid dumb. Like, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. You're really taking this to a dark place, man. I know. Sorry. I just... Sorry. I just... I get mad about Carl sometimes. The point is, this is linked Ken. The only website besides Ancestry.com, which is for finding your own family members, 
And if you want to try it today, go ahead and use our discount code 99100 at www.linkedin, slash podcast. Yeah, I've been a subscriber to LinkedIn Premium now for the last, like, two months or so, and I've met, like, 15 other Edelsteins, and now I'm the executive producer of the next Seth Rogen film, so... Yeah, I, I go on up. LinkedIn. I go on LinkedIn and I look for the other Mickenses and uh, I try to talk to them and they all think I'm lying. None of them believe me that I say my name is Mickens. I I don't think that's fair. I uh my real name is Dalton. I'll bleep it. Um but there's wow. also there's also a person, I guess I'll give it away, but there is also a famous person who shares my name who is a um a tenor at the Boston Opera. Um and uh I don't know how to say this, but I'll be starting in the Zoom production of Turandant next week. Sparky, we all know that you were a boy tenor in the Boston Opera when you were eight years old, so stop trying to hide it, okay? You are... (laughs) Right, but take it up an octave. (laughs) Um, I'm sitting down. The octave comes... I can go one lower when... um, when uh, when I'm standing up, but I don't want to stand up since I lost my feet. Um, Ryan, you got a rap for us, my boy? Yeah. Can Let you me do just, it? Uh, pull that up here. I'm yeah, gonna, are you ready to do, do it? it? <laughs> okay. All right. In the three, and the two, and the one. Big Mike in the wood, but we get to that later. Don't mind Slim. He's a bit of a hater. Big Mike plays... <laughs> The peacemaker, bit of a mediator. Back to 1980s strict, straight to the playground. Checking out Alicia Damshi fine. Hey, now. Now will the real Big Mike please stand up? Got a real big fear of public speaking and has an erection. Play grab ass on the playground. I bet it's a game now for a whole dollar. I know how. Gotta grab this ass with a run-up. Made a new dollar on the come-up. Alicia's brother gonna jump up. Big Mike better run, better run faster than her brother. Cut to the AA Mart. Sweet dreams and memories. Tic Tacs all a la carte. Stacy Robin the plays like an art. Now we got pulled over. Ain't nothing to cry over. Just a busted a taillight. Cry baby blood in the front engaging in fight or flight thinking that it's his last good night. Nah, they coolin' on the way to the dance. It's a blood romance between Mike and Alas. Now pump up the volume. Hey, ho, let's go. Hey, ho, let's go. Driving in a straight line. Driving in a tight wind. The man is losing his lunch. Blitzkrieg bop. I didn't know how I was planning on saying that last one. But now he's riding in the backseat, trying in the backseat, vomiting in the backseat. Blitzkrieg bop. And that's the end, because I, I only got to the part where he throws up. Blitzkrieg bop. Yeah. <laughs> Blitzkrieg bop. Okay? Blitzkrieg bop. And I did have a note written down that um, the second assistant director was named Seth Edelstein. So right, right. That's how I'm directing Seth Rogen's next movie. <laughs> a si- second assistant directing. Wait, was Seth Rogen uh, associated at all with this production? No, well, but I used LinkedIn, so Seth Edelstein got me hooked up in and, Hollywood. And here's the thing, and also did, with the oh. Seth with the Seth Rogen question, I actually have some insight into that. If I couldn't, if I can butt in for a second, okay. Seth Rogen. 
um, technically in the movie An American Pickle, he falls into a vat of pickle juice <laughs> in like the 1800s, and then he's woken up in modern times. So during the course of this film, he is sitting in that vat of pickle juice, but it's not on it's not on camera, but he, we know he's there. How did that link into fucking any of this? Link because you him. you asked you asked you you, you didn't know how Seth Rogen was involved with the movie. Um, and he was he was there, but it's okay. st- it's not on camera. It's part of the sort of background story, you know. I see, I see. Yeah. Um, who's the boss? Um, Alicia. Alicia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. Alicia. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm glad we're all on the same page. Oh my god. Because my favorite part about Alicia is he grabs her butt and then she punches him, and then maybe what three four years later when they're best friends and having sex for the first time she's like if you hurt me i'm gonna punch you again very strong very appreciate that except for herself i can't i've never punched somebody before i don't even know what it feels like i've punched my brother before see i would just always slap my brother on the back (laughs) like a freaking five star what but what if it turned into a confrontation like what 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 was your next move Backhand. No, see, this is the sad thing is because, like, my brother really hated fighting. I would just wail on the oh, guy. Oh, buddy. Yeah. No, Damn. I know. Tino I was is little. comically larger than his o- yeah. older brother, too. <laughs> yeah. My older brother is larger than me, and he would, he would, he'd get this look in his eyes, and I would run as fast as oh I could. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I knew that he wouldn't know when to stop. Um, I've met Sparky's older brother like four <laughs> times, and every time I've walked into the room that he is there, I was I thought it was one of those like taxidermied polar bears <laughs> in the corner, but then it moved, and oh then it was God. this guy's brother. He's a person wearing clothes. Somebody, how the? F- he's a great guy. He's one of the nicest he's people I've EMT. ever met, but he is huge. He's he's a he's, love. He called me today. He called me today to check in with me. He's a gentle giant. And he taught me he really what I is. needed to do to re-season my pan. I was very happy with him. He's also oh, the manliest you, oh, guy buddy, I've ever heard of. Oh, buddy, did you throw your pan in the dishwasher? No, what, what had, see, what had happened was um, I left my cast iron skillet on the on the stove under medium heat to dry it out, um, mm. to store it. You, you know, you wash it out with water, and then you get all the water out. Um, right. And then what happened after that is I started playing Microsoft Flight Simulator and then realized I left it on the stove when I came out three and a half hours later uh, and all of, like, the oil patina had, like, burnt off. Oh, oh shit. But only, they gotta like... They got to re-season that boy. But only, like, around... Like, the electrical burner was smaller than the pan, so it's, like, a circle of just, like, completely uncoated steel... So I'm right. trying to figure out, you know, do I do I like really take a Brillo pad to it and get all of the rest of the seasoning off and start from scratch or I don't know, man. That's a that's a really fantastic question. Like I wish I knew more about cast iron skillets. I wish I could help, you know. Yeah, I, I mean I can Google it. Nice. Uh I think that brings us to Milk or Merlot, right? Yeah. I feel pretty safe calling this one a milk for me. Really? I thought, I mean, I thought that there were parts of it that were okay, but I think overall it was sort of a snooze fest and uh, not really acted or written super well. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't love it. Yeah, I'm saying this is like almond milk. It spoils way slower from what I've 
imagine. I've never really been the one to buy <laughs> almond milk, but you know, sure. I'm gonna say that about almond milk. Um, and I'm gonna say it's almond milk for sure. Like it will spoil, and you do not want to drink spoiled milk, mm. especially not spoiled almond milk. Yeah. But just like a little slower, you know, a little bit better than regular spoiled milk. Sure. I'm, I'm going to differ from the crowd on this one. I'm going to say that this is a Merlot. I, but there is a caveat, okay? The caveat is um, I didn't so much watch the movie as I watched all nine uh, YouTube videos that movieclips.com posted on their website. Right, um, right. Because I was very busy today. And what I liked of those nine scenes that I saw and that subsequently the IMDb plot summary that sort of filled in the gaps, um, <laughs> I liked I liked how it didn't take an hour and a half to finish. I also right. liked uh, how, like, happy the people in the comment section were. Like, the, oh. <laughs> that informed that informed my that informed my experience of the movie a lot because it yeah, was what's the IMDb like, rating. What's um, the IMDb rating on this movie? Oh, I think it's pretty bad, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, what's the Rotten Tomatoes on this one? But I think that the people, I think, I think that the people who, um, oh, it's actually not. Uh, well, it's got a fifty-two meta score, but it's seven point seven out of ten on IMDb. I think the people who okay. would comment on the movie clips YouTube page about a movie kind of self-select towards positive, but um, sure. Uh, they talked all about, you know, how good of friends they were and how how nice it was that they had each other's backs on day one. Um, one comment said, they don't make friends like this. Place is full of snakes now. Um, Whoa. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, I can... Resp- there, there was, again, there were parts I enjoyed. It was... There was a nice relationship between the two friends for sure. I just, yeah, I didn't love it. Didn't like the film. I certainly think that like the other part of it is like, I am sure that there are a lot of people who like really nostalgically connect with a lot of the experiences in the movie. Um, And also probably just with the movie itself too. I mean, if you were like a kid watching MTV back then. Yeah. It's probably a good movie to you. Yeah. Well, anyway... Um, the only thing, uh, I mean, that, those are just our dumb opinions. What we really need is the final, yeah. the final sort of definitive, uh, right. Like mark. we don't really know how good the movie is. Right. Because until we, until right, we get I actually the have them pulled up this oh, time. So I'm ready. Wow. So you're ready to go. Okay. So just give oh, us the so legs. Oh, so the little man got it this time. Let's hear him. So let's, let's hear the legs. Get the legs. <laughs> Who are you the calling legs? You've got him up. You've got him in front of you. You got the legs right in front of you. Let's get him. Yeah, so opening weekend, this movie actually oh, made... Wow. The production God. budget was $6 oh million. God. It broke budget. Now we know it's Opening weekend. Now we know it's... Yeah, million. it's on purpose. You're doing it on purpose. I just Inflation, need myself in the head. Adjusted, adjusted uh, domestic box office total, $44 million. This movie blasted it out of the park. And now the legs. Oh, my God. And now... The moment you have all been waiting yeah, for. Yeah, oh my god, say it already, dude, please. The legs. Yes. The legs, Tino. Oh my god. The legs. Oh my god. <laughs> 2.94. Okay. Yes. Not the best, not the worst, I will yeah, say. Yeah, it's kind know? of in the middle. I mean, close to the worst. I mean, yeah, a little. Usually they're a little, around it's... three, four, maybe. <laughs> I think you're this right, yeah. This is 2.94, Sparky. That's like three, almost. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, well, that is gonna, uh, um, that is gonna do it for the wood. 
Um, we hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. Uh, I hope you come back next week when our movie. They won't. Uh, <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. We're not done yet. Forever. We got a preview. We got a preview. Yeah, this is the last episode. We're never doing another one again. We decided 24 was enough. Yeah, um, like the like the TV show. Yeah, like the TV <laughs> show. Um, ding, 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 right? Know what that did? What you what you guys don't know is that actually every episode so far has been recorded over the course of one day, <laughs> an hour at a time. Um, yeah, we cut so, we cut out a full twenty three plus hours of content. Exactly. No, well, yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. It's, yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make up your mind, man. Yeah. It's whatever. I'm not gonna fight on it. Um. Well, our movie next week will be the 1999 classic. Blast from the past. Uh, let me give you. Let me give you the logline. The logline is. Oh, that's um, the name of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think tell. all of these would technically be blasts from the past. Um, uh, a naive man comes out into the world after spending thirty-five years in a nuclear fallout shelter. It stars <gasps> Brendan Fraser. Wow. And Alicia you know, he was on the list of obscure celebrities that I googled when Sparky asked that earlier. Uh huh. <laughs> I guess he is a little <laughs> obscure. <laughs> I th- wasn't there something about Hollywood did him dirty, like he was exposing some heinous behavior, and he got like yeah, the mummy. Yeah, he was trying to tell everyone about how the mummy was back <laughs> to life, and they were like, "Keep it under wraps, Brendan." <laughs> they used Universal used an actual mummy. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's a, that's about it um, for the wood uh, and this episode. Um, join us next week when we talk about the movie that I just said. I'm doing it again. Um, that's it. That's all. I've been Sparky Shelton. I guess. I'm sure. I'm I'm guessing. And I have been Tino Mickens, and I'm sure about it. And as always, I'm Ryan. All right, bye. 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 Bye.